Welcome to the podcast! Yeah, it's Beck and Jazeel here, and this is some of the best bits of our show in the last 24 hours. It'll make your wildest dreams come true. Well, it's definitely some bits of the show from the last 24 hours, but we really hope you enjoy it. You may now kiss the... Hold on! Uh, let me give you some advice. Nadia Five Drive here with Beck and Gazelle. And joining us, as per usual, it is Pastor Phil. He is from Kingdom City. He helps us grow strong marriages. Phil, how are you going? Going good. Going good. And uh, excited to be with you today and continue this, uh, continuing these sessions on how to love your spouse. No, I really enjoyed the last session we had, which was how... Uh, Husbands can love their wives, uh, but this time we're we're flipping it. That's right. How wives can love their husbands. Yeah. Just because I was away last time, can you recap? Because I know there were three points that you made last time. What were they? Yeah, Beck, you should memor- have memorized this software. <laughs> Sacrificing, <laughs> studying, and speaking. Oh, oh well brilliant. done. Didn't look down that, at the notes. That's, that's because <laughs> it's right there on the notes. notes. At all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now that we've laid the foundation today, uh, the best ways to love your husband. Where are we going? Oh, yeah. This is my favorite session because <laughs> obviously... I'm taking notes. Where's my pen? This All is right. This is what every husband would want his wife to know, you know. So, no. So, it's great. Look, um, so I might just begin in terms of loving your husband. I might just begin with this beautiful verse in the Bible in Proverbs 31 and verses 10 to 12. And it just says this, an excellent wife who can find, she is far more precious than jewels. Her, the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does, uh, she does him good and not harm all the days of her life. I, I just love that. Beautiful. So, so, uh, here is a picture in in Proverbs and uh, in chapter thirty one of a, of a woman whose heart obviously is towards her husband, and, and I believe that this actually shows you the design of God and the desire of God mm. in creating this amazing thing called marriage. That husbands and wives shouldn't be doing a, a slave sort of job where they're oh my gosh, okay, and what have I got to do for them now? Okay, and so it's like slave labor. No, there should be a passion in your heart, a desire to actually be brilliant at this and to engage one another to become the very best that you can be rather than it being a chore or a drudgery. Uh, and, and I just love Proverbs 31 because it actually brings out this, his heart, he's not afraid. He has no, he has no uh, concern for lack of gain or whatever. She does him good and causes mm. no harm all her days. So I love that. So. Could we flip it? So obviously when I was away, you talked about sacrificing, uh, studying her and speaking life. Is it just the complete same, but obviously different? (laughs) The same three things uh, to love a husband. Does the wife need to speak life, study her and sacrifice him? Yeah, I'm going to give uh, a a funny answer, but same but different. Okay. Same but different. (laughs) You were right. (laughs) Same but different, yeah. yeah. Because even though men and women have in a sense, universal needs. And, and actually, in numbers of couples that I deal with, the, the way I would generally look at the needs of a husband can be the wife's needs, you know what I mean? And right. the way I would generally look at a wife, sometimes are the husband's needs. There's nothing want, wrong with that. That's wonderful. And every couple, I always say this, have got to figure out 
who we are. Mm-hmm. You've got to do you. You've got to figure out who you are mm-hmm. as a couple and make your groove work for you in a way that works. But, but even having said that, there are some fundamental things that are stronger in men and their needs slightly different to the way that their women are wired. And um, so we need to acknowledge that as well as acknowledging that we have universal needs together. So what are these uh, like needs... Of, of men from their wife. All right. A, let me give you a couple of needs okay. and if whatever time we have. But uh, uh, some of these, if, if a woman can understand a husband's needs, this becomes like rocket fuel to his mm-hmm. heart and energizes him to want to love her more. Okay. Mm. So the number one need is, this is, bah, 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 <laughs> you need big music or something. Number one, believe in him. And uh, that sense of a wife who believes in her husband is the one of the most powerful experiences that a man can have. And, and when I say believe in him, what I mean is not wait till he's a perfect person, mm. but actually see the man that he is, that man that's on the inside, who he really is, the capacity, the true man that he is, and believe in that man and do everything you can to in, to stand with it uh, declare it to, you know, affirm it in any way possible, uh, release that in him. Right. And and not, not when, when he's struggling with that himself or when even if you're struggling, believe, make a choice to believe in him as the man that he is. Well, what comes after this? We're believing in our husband. What next? Okay. The second, second thing I, I think is actually encourage him. So believing is a, is a sense of a spirit towards him, an attitude towards him, but you've got to actually make that practical. You've got to say something. You've got to get those words out of your mouth to really encourage him, thank him, appreciate him. Um, in Proverbs 31 verse 12 in the Amplified Bible, it says, she, that's the wife, comforts and encourages and does him only good and not evil. She comforts and encourages. There's two classic things that men need there from their wives, comfort and encouragement. And when they do that, again, it's like rocket fuel to their heart. It it makes them want to do better. When when my wife comes to me and she said, you did a fantastic job, yeah. even if it was pretty lame or ordinary, <laughs> it makes me go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I could have done better than that. That won't happen again. I'll do it. You know, like yeah. maybe she's using reverse psychology on yeah, me. Possibly. I don't know. Some sort of hey, thing. Hey, sometimes we're genuine. I walked in the house last sometimes. night. <laughs> And the house looked amazing. And I was like, wow, you did yeah. such a great job. This house looks amazing. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Meant it. Great, great Hoping husband. it happens again. I just love that you said sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's genuine. You fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. So when, whenever I've done the dishes and Sue comes home and she's had a big day, whenever I've done the dishes and the sink's clean, it's like her whole world starts to sparkle with stars. <laughs> so <It's> like, true, <laughs> though. Dishes, sparks everywhere. Now, what happens, though, if the wife didn't grow up in a family culture that was encouraging and then, well, obviously would struggle to encourage her husband? She has yep. nothing to model. Yep. I, I, I believe this, that, uh, and fundamentally, this is why we need God in our life, is because... God gives every couple the opportunity to start a brand new generation. And uh, in the book of Jeremiah, the scripture says, God's speaking to his people, those who are in relationship with him. He says, I will put a new heart within them. Every one of them will know me from the least of them to the greatest. In other words, God puts power in those who follow him to actually change. Grace is not something that we just relate to from the past. 
Grace is power in the present. Right. It actually is God's enabling ability to make changes and to be able, become a different person. And that results in, in a practical way, I can be a better husband than the generations gone by. I can be a better wife. I can be a different person to what I've seen modeled. I can actually choose to trust God and embrace a whole new way of living. It's right. the Jesus way of living. Mm. So we've got believe in him, encourage him. I guess that one there would be, I guess, support him. Yes. Uh, what is there one more? Okay, one more. Here's the last thing. Men are generally very touchy, uh, physical, <laughs> touchy-feely. Beans. And often wives complain. They always want to, you know, they're too physical. They want to. <laughs> I, I, I want to tell every wife today, I want to encourage you. You need to tell your husband how much passion and desire you have for him. Now, that might cause you some level of problem. <laughs> it might trigger a response. But what I'm saying is bring back the excitement and the fun of, of your romance and your life and tell him, I just am so in love with you mm. and I'm passionate about you. Um, become lovers and best friends. Mm. Being, you know, the reason we got together was not because we were parents, business associates. We're not, we're not just educational experts or, or rental um, rental partners, we got together because we were lovers. We were mm. best friends. We wanted to do life and be connected. So tell your man, girls, tell your man how passionate you are about him, how proud you are, and, and so on and so on. I just did that because I think that should have been the number one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Always a pleasure having you on the show. Pastor Philly is from Kingdom City. We talked about the best ways to love your husband. If you miss any of this, please head online, 98five.com. But Phil, thank you so much. What a hoot that was. That was. I'm tired just from listening to it. Oh, I'm energized. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, if you want more from The Drive Show, just visit 98.5.com. And don't forget, you can tune in live anytime for more of this great banter.